From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the Fantasy Show. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. He's Davey. You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's talk about the uh, new Stanley Cup champions. Hey, oh, by the way, uh, let's run this back, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are coming in a little bit late, and we were hoping to uh, talk about the draft. We got about halfway through the episode and realized I did not hit record. <laughs> we'll all take. We'll all take. Uh, take shared blame on that i mean i'll take like two percent of the yeah. blame davy six or seven at least <laughs> bobby you can take the rest yeah, it's in front of me uh but anyway how are you guys doing this week uh good man i'm you know i've been i've been doing pretty good i've just been hanging out man you guys have been like intensely watching hockey for some sort of purpose and me i've just been you know chilling since i found out that we're not doing golf rules anymore yeah. for the uh for the the fantasy championship uh Tampa yeah. champ, championship yep. right here man like that's crazy that's uh congratulations to those guys yeah. how, how are you feeling Davey is really the real question when it comes to uh well comes to that I'm doing better now like <laughs> I said it's been a week uh and uh it's been you know it was hard at first. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was tough, but you know what I, she said, I, uh, you know, I'm proud. I'm proud of the Tampa Bay lightning as they, they it was due for them too. And, uh, it's, it's sad that your team can't quite pull it off the big prize, but Hey, I'm proud of the way they performed and nobody thought Dallas stars would be in the Stanley cup uh, this year. So I'm in, I'm in on it. It's cool. I think we, I'm, I don't know how you feel specifically about this, but I think we can all agree that at least Tampa was by far the yeah. best yeah. team in this playoffs, it's still way better. top to bottom. Yeah, they definitely were. They deserved it. They really did. Yeah. I can't deny it. We talked about it early on. I think on the main show, Bob and I did. How do you feel about Victor Hedman winning the Con Smythe? Yeah, so I like it. I like it initially. I like it. Um, I feel like he's a guy that uh, he's that team he's that team defensively he really is he kind of brings it together and i feel like he uh you know as as a as a defenseman winning that is i always enjoy that i was pulling for haskin and obviously but but that was fun to watch for me um i understand why someone wouldn't but i i believe that headman was was a good choice i like it yeah i like him being there i i mean i believe Braden point while we talked about in the main show and this is our second time having the conversation so i know you know it's name value you know a lot not a lot of people knew about Braden point Outside of the, you know, fantasy guys and stuff like that. Look, that was a really good point that I made in, epi- in, in episode uh, episode five, uh, 4.8. <laughs> yeah, I was going to make that point again, Bobby. But no, yeah, go I, ahead. I was trying not to jump Take on that. <laughs> Take that point, man. That's great. You can have, I guess now I know why he didn't hit record. <laughs> I knew from the beginning, oh, he's going to make a great point. Got to take it. God, uh, hey, hey, get yours, baby. That's so, what I'm uh, saying. Dave, how do you feel? feel uh do, do you think that Braden point deserved it more than headman I, I can't disagree with it i mean i think and I, and I told i told this story earlier but i'm sitting there i'm watching it and i'm i'm my head's down i'm disappointed in this in this game the way that it turned out obviously for me and 
and all of a sudden they, they're they're going to name the the Con Smythe winner, and I, I lean over to my buddy. I'm like, yeah, it's guaranteed Braden Point, guaranteed. And I'm like, you know, obviously bitter. I'm like, yeah, guaranteed Braden Point. All of a sudden it's Victor Hedman. I'm like, well, I'll be damned. But uh, yeah, I mean, Braden Point for sure. I think I think we all kind of thought maybe he'd win that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump in here and try to make this point before Bobby makes it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me hit pause. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> do you think? I, the way I look at it, it is yes. If Braden Point would have won that, won that, won the Con Smythe, nobody sitting here around this table is surprised. Do you think that it is has something to do with the fact that? Without Braden Point, we may be still having the same discussion about Tampa being the champions because guys like Kucherov or yeah. you know Pilat or whoever. Honestly, pl- I don't know, man. Because I mean, I think role. it's easy to think this is that. a new point that you're making. Yeah, here. yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I, I think that um, it's it's hard to say. Obviously, yes, the possibility is there, but also you know we, we can't say for sure. And I don't. Th- I think that maybe without that ridiculous fight, because it's not like he was just a couple goals ahead. He was playing ridiculously out of his mind yeah but and and i guess that's the point that i'm making is that there could have been a number of guys on tampa that did that but i don't know that the defense is the same without victor hedman yeah see i'm not refuting that victor hedman has definitely does he earned the con smite and he definitely should have been in the no running. no yeah but it's not like they gave it to some third line guy I guess it's more about how you look at it and an MVP. What yeah. do you, yeah. what do and, you value? And my when main it comes point is, you know, is, you know, and I've talked about the main show consistency Yeah. in years past, they've given it to the guy who scores the most points, not necessarily the guy who made the most impact, but the guy who scored the most points. Now, sometimes those overlap. A lot of times they do. And if going forward, if they want to just, if they, I, I would love to see them not do just the guy, you know, mm-hmm. be boring. Oh, this guy, maybe they should have their own trophy for the guy who scored the most points in the playoffs or something yeah. on the winning team. But well, like, to go to go to that, go to my point that you made earlier. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think that a, a lot of that has to do with like you, I said, uh, <laughs> name that. I mean, how many people that are not fantasy hockey players, didn't even know the name Braden Point before this playoffs happened. It sounds a lot like the point I made. That's, yeah. that's, that's I mean, it was it was point. a great point, dude. I mean, and I'm gonna reiterate it. You know, I mean, but but seriously, I mean, Victor Hedman's a household name yeah. when it comes to hockey, yeah, fantasy, absolutely. not fantasy, whatever. But going forward, I think Braden Point has become a household I think name you're after this absolutely year. Absolutely right. Yeah. But it, but leave it to <laughs> you didn't make but, that point the first time around. I did on my I did on my winners. Oh. I did on my winners. That was literally my point. Like, that was my point of why I picked it. <laughs> I will say though, leave it to 2020 to 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 screw that all up, right? Like, I mean, I would be shocked. I mean, I, it would be more 2020 if they picked like. Tyler Johnson or something like that, but but I'll Brandon Bond it. wins this year's con smile. Sitting at home like oh, I knew it was coming. About time they recognized me. I'm, I'm being ready. Hey, they're gonna run this back, and then I'm not gonna win it. <laughs> Somebody else is gonna take all my points. Oh, you like that? You I like that? that. Um, all right, so let's talk quickly about way too early next year's predictions. Uh, my I in my finals for next year, I had Colorado and Philly. I believe you had uh, Islanders. Islanders and Colorado okay. as well. Yep. And Davey, what do you got? I had Colorado and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Wow. So apparently yeah. we're an abs podcast now. So 
but lock it down i mean if hey this is a fantasy podcast so i mean you could probably get away with straight drafting avs players to win everybody pick colorado avalanche players you heard it here first i'm not so sure that i agree with your eastern conference pick uh i mean i feel like that's definitely a team that could hit the playoffs with the addition of max stone yeah i just don't know that they have the depth you know to win it the main reason why i picked him is because they popped up today on my uh on my phone and i saw oh max domi got traded over to the columbus i like max domi big fan so uh i'll take it and what tortorella i mean come on well obviously Uh, obviously (laughs) obviously we all agree you know colorado i mean we don't have to have a big discussion on that since we literally yeah. all pick. What are your thoughts on Bob's Flyers pick? Uh, I like I said, I'd I, well, <laughs> I'd be willing to put money right here, right now. Columbus goes farther than Philly next year. I mean, we can water bet it. I, I know mean, we can. Yeah, let's let's we'll water bet that. I mean, we'll put it. Let me let's put that down. Type yeah, it down. Let's write it down. Let's not forget it. What? Okay, now now we need some parameters. Does that yeah. mean? Do we want to say in case they go out in the same round, team that wins, team that played the most games? Yes, okay, in the playoffs, that's fair. Yeah, if they go out in the same round, if they play less games but they go further, then obviously, if they play the same amount of games, if if they play the same amount of games, whichever team has more points, goal. No, let's go goal differential. Goal differential. Goal differential. That's good. That's good. Is for you guys. This is a long ways off, but hey, I'm. uh, (laughs) Oh, dude, that's the best type of water because one of y'all is gonna remember it, and then the other one's about gonna get hit with some water at some random time, dude. Yeah, one of the teams might not even make the playoffs. One of us us is probably gonna get. What if they? Quick water bed. Now, if neither of them make the playoffs, is it off? Are we going with who is behind the standings? No, no. I get to pour water on both of you. Um, so, okay. So we asked about, uh, about the flyers. You, you're not, you don't feel strongly about that pick. What about the Islanders, man? What, what about that pick? I like the Islanders a lot. I think that's a team that is continuing to grow very nicely. I mean, you've got players on that team that are making a difference. So many players on that team making a difference like Brock Nelson, um, a guy that, uh, it, on like an NHL hockey game, a uh, video game, he's probably an 82 or 81 overall. And he played like he was an 86, 87, you know, in, yeah. in the postseason, if not higher. And and so I'm very impressed with his play. And, and there's even guys, you know, lower than him that absolutely, you know, pulled their weight. So well, we talked about this on the on the main pod. Very true. I mean, a lot. You can't look to the Islanders and say they have a superstar. Maybe Matt Barzell, but he's still young and he hasn't really shown where he's a superstar in this league. He's a great player in this league. Barry Trotz. I mean, that's a team that knows their role. The players are are there and they're and they're playing in that role. I mean, that's a guy. That's that's Barry Trotz's specialty for sure. If you're a free agent this year. I just don't understand how you're not trying to go play for the Islanders. I agree. Who wouldn't want to play for Barry Trotz? I mean, what he did with the Predators all these years with not a lot of great tons of big talent, he was able to consistently get to the playoffs and maybe not go super far. But, I mean, you got to play with what you're able to to do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the Islanders are... If you're sitting in the Atlantic right now, you got to be a little worried uh, about what the future of that yeah. of that team. I mean, listen, I definitely see. I mean, I'm on board with you. I think the Islanders are a solid pick, and I think that they can could could really go far. Um, but let's move in now to winners and losers. We only got one rule: can't say Tampa as a winner. 
Um, so let's really quick go over the leaders from the playoffs with the assists. We've got Nikita Kucherov with 27. Point leader, Nikita Kucherov with 34. And goals leader, Braden Point at 14. Uh, my big winner in this one didn't come away with any awards. Joe Pavelski. It was great to see him go far. I really wanted him to get a cup, but I knew that him getting a cup would also mean Corey Perry got a cup. Ah. And that... <laughs> One of just have been horrible to see. It was already horrible to see him getting a game winner and performing well because I, it I was hated. dope to see him get murdered though. That yes. one time, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's something we can all agree on. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, and Pavelski, what didn't he break the record? Uh, what was the record he broke? I mean, for I think postseason goals scored by U.S. born player. Oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, that's awesome i mean i'm so happy that it happened because i think what did he break madonna's record so is this what is this you know yeah, two I, didn't know Ma- players, I didn't know madonna played any hockey but i mean she just folks <laughs> the way to the net yeah, no right. i'm that's a that's a really good choice man i mean and and honestly if we're being honest as you know much as i've spent over the years rooting against joe pavelski he seems like a good dude. You know, yeah. it's not one of those guys that you want to root against. Yeah. He's one of those guys just like, and with me. It's him and like Patrick Marlowe. You want to mm. see them get a cup. Yeah. And as like this year, hasn't, was, hasn't Pavelski got a cup? Though? No, but no? he's got two years left in his contract. So there's still a chance. Yeah. Still oh, is chance. he getting traded? <laughs> Boom. Good one. Boom. Uh, but anyway, so my other winner, another guy who didn't get any awards. Robin Letter, man, he I mean, just think about the difference between him and three or four years, uh, you know, uh, and the, I'm not going to steal your point. The dude was <laughs> splitting time with Thomas Grice three years ago, dude. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I'm not great. I, look, bro, I don't I wouldn't I don't hate on it because like I, I got great ideas, bro. Like I got great points. Um, but so this year he had nine wins, a nine seventeen save percentage. Just under two at 1.99 goals against, four shutouts, and one new contract, which this time I have the info in front <laughs> Got of me. Got it immediately. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, what's uh, he making? <laughs> uh, five years, $25 million. Uh, he's got and, two hey, years left with seven. Five, five years, $25 million, and five. Yeah. Because I, you know, I'm, I threw the Vegas five bucks. Yeah. To nice. Contract. It was a Venmo. Nice. It was a Venmo type of sitch. Mm. So. Uh, mm. Robin Leonard's a guy you want to see get a cup. And I'm happy that he's not on the Blackhawks anymore. Because it, it was one of those things I love Robin Leonard, but I hated rooting for him when he was yeah. on Chicago, yeah, dude. But I don't I mean, want Vegas to win a cup, so. I don't yeah. either. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I love you, Robin Leonard, but I do not want you to win a cup. Look, dude, Vegas has been in the league like four years, dude. Yeah. Like, I do not want you to win a cup, bro. Yeah, like, they're not ugh. due, you know? So, yeah. uh, uh, Dave, why don't you tell us about your winners? Yeah, so I've got uh, I've got Vasilevsky on here. Uh, I think that he played outstanding, uh, as we probably expected, as one of the best goaltenders in the league, if not the best goaltender. In the I don't league. know, man. I mean, he has not performed in the playoffs in in past years. So right. this past is years, good to see. He rebounded, finally rebounded, yes. was able to prove that he is a Stanley Cup goaltender, and he did it. He did just that. He shut down the Dallas Stars, and I mean, it wasn't that hard, probably, as Stars are tw- were twenty six of thirty one teams. They were twenty six in offense this year um postseason they were a little better but that was a little rough but uh but you know i mean 26 offense well vassy should save but um we're also talking about uh lightning d as one of my winners um i know i just have them in general i thought the lightning defense was incredible i felt like they shut down dallas dallas was flustered uh they only allowed eight goals in four games that's pretty good lightning uh the possession of the puck was uh, the lightning had possession of the puck 73.5 percent of the time in game six 
Hard to you, hard to win. You are not going to win a Stanley Cup. They say like they say traditionally, you have to have the puck to score. Traditionally, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and it helps too when you have a defenseman like Victor Hedman who had twenty one points, and that honestly really gave Bond a chance to uh, come back in, in fantasy hockey. I thought uh, I was he almost got close because if he had gotten I was this close, yeah. I was this close. Well. We'll talk about it in a second when we get on the score update, but I've given myself a few bonuses. So, <laughs> you now. Yeah, just a couple bonuses. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about them. Uh, so my winner, not only for the obvious great playoffs that he had, Braden Point, but also for the other point that Bobby so wonderfully made earlier of like, na- Braden Point is now a household name. When it comes to the hockey world. Now, he's already got paid. He's not worried about a contract. But I think we're looking at a f- superstar in this league. Kucherov, yeah. not, no Kucherov. We're talking about Braden Point as a leader in an NHL locker room. It was, I mean, it was great. It was great to see. It was a pleasure watching him play hockey. It was. It, yeah. it, you know, it was one of those things that I know that you hated to see it. But even, but as a external from a Dallas fan, or even as a Dallas fan, yeah, watching him play hockey this this playoff these playoffs was a pleasure. It, it was. It, I'm not going to speak as a Stars fan right now. I'm going to speak as a hockey fan. And as a hockey fan, you like to see it. You like to see a guy like that come in and and create a name for himself. I think, and this is a bold statement, but we might see this guy get up into the rankings where he becomes a, and I'm, this is, like I said, this is bold, a Crosby Ovechkin type player. And it's, it's yeah, not, that's, that I is mean, a bold, that's it's a, bold. That's coming with some I heat. And, and, and I say that obviously those two guys are, that's a bold. Yeah, I was going to say. That specifically bold. is a bold. Yeah. Now I was going to break records. I was going to say along the lines of like Philip Forsberg, Stan Coase. Oh, he's, oh Forsberg. He's, well, he's, I think he's well beyond the Forsberg. I'm talking about the name recognition. You think, I mean, as of right now, even outside of Nashville, Philip Forsberg, Roman Yossi, those those right. are two names from Nashville that nationally people know. So so obviously bringing them up in names of guys that we would talk about in the in the same realm with Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux wow. is a little crazy. It's, bold. it's, it's bold. very bold, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's the most absurd thing that no. was said on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think also too, you know, for me also is you see this guy skating around every single one of your players. You see a guy, you see a lot of talent in this man, not even just his skating ability or his shooting ability or his passing ability. This guy is a a, a player that can do so many different things and so many different levels. And and I'm not going to say he's going to be the next Crosby or Ovechkin, but I'm going to say that he is going to keep performing for his team. And I think he's going to be a strong, strong asset moving forward. But I mean, let's talk real quick about signing that guy. You're. There was a lot of people when they signed him. I think that was six million a year for Braden Point. Yeah, which looks like wow, that's a lot of money. It looks like you stole the guy because if you're asking me right now, if I would take two million in cap space and trade Matt Duchesne for Braden Point, I would. You know, I say, you know what? How about you just keep that extra two mil? We'll give him eight mil. Yeah. You give Matt right. Duchesne six mil, <laughs> and we'll eat it, dude. You know, like that's. I mean, that. that I well, think. I think that he's gonna have Jason Lick, our Tampa Bay's GM. 
That is a big brain move Definitely. because you've gone from spending six mil on a guy that people are like, what? Yeah. To six mil. Well, how old you is know? he? Do we know how, does anyone have that, Andy? Braden Point, I think he's, I mean, he's fairly young. I think he's like 26, 27. Okay. Well, he won't be breaking any massive 24. Records, I'm okay. so well, sorry. I mean, he's that's a young. young. And, that's you. That's young. about the time you start hitting your stride in, mm-hmm. in hockey. Uh, I mean, you're growing he's, into your body. You're growing into yourself. So He's going to be one of those guys. I Quote me, too. I mean, he's going to be one of those guys that is the best player on whatever team he's playing for. I mean, We don't have be. to quote you. It's recorded. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone out there. You quote quoted me. you. Uh, quote yeah. So we're moving into losers. And uh, I guess it's me because we go go opposite i go last in winners which makes <laughs> sense and i go first in losers which makes sense i should go last here though because i won the whole thing well that's apparently he's got playing. some bonuses <laughs> that's not what we're Davey playing he won the whole thing well, if you no, were here, if you were here last week we could have done that but no that time period's cares, over davy nobody cares about your w <laughs> it's a bro. new season you're right you're right it is <laughs> go ahead uh my loser I, I and it not for I guess it for a little bit of play, but like we didn't really, Ben Bishop, dude. I I don't think that he just lost for this playoffs, but I mean, I think he lost long term. It's very possible, man. It is. I think. I mean, Kadobin didn't. I mean, he didn't win the cup, but he showed that he is a quality NHL goalie mm-hmm. and. I don't. I don't know the contract situation between those two. That's tough to keep around well, uh, an expensive guy like Ben Bishop. When I will tell you. please tell me, sir, Hugh Dobin is a free agent. Okay, um, so not good for Dallas <laughs> Stars. Have to decide whether or not they want to pay some money for this guy. This guy deserves a decent contract. I know he's thirty four, but this guy deserves some money right now. A Hugh Dobin wise, I'm, I'm referring to Bishop's yeah. locked in for a few more years, but but Hugh Dobin. Deserves the money right now. So will the stars dish it out? I don't know. Uh, we'll see later on to be, you know, I think there's but. still a, I think there's still a market for Ben Bishop. Uh, if Definitely. I'm the, Definitely. if I'm the stars, I'm trying to sign Kadobin yeah. to a two, three year deal. Maybe. I mean, that's cap space is old, limited, but. But, but if ben, you can get rid of Ben Bishop, though, you wow. open up a whole well, lot. And I actually have this point later on uh, when I talk about my loser. But um, stars do uh, they they made a mention that they are going to rid one big salary this offseason. So I don't know which one that's going to be yet. Corey Perry. I'm just <laughs> he had a one year deal. He's not coming back. But but Ben Bishop, I think he'll be. You got Don't dish this. The, the contract. I think he'll be the starting goaltender. I really do. Yeah, I I, I just think that. It's tough to lose by not playing, but he yeah. lost big in our opinion. As a yeah. guy that as a guy that looked like a pretty top notch goaltender coming into the playoffs, yeah. Quickly sh- showed that he was not even the best goaltender on his team. Yeah. So good choice there. Big loser <laughs> when it comes to the postseason. <laughs> big loser. <laughs> um All right, Debbie, what do you got? I've got Tyler Sagan, um, Dallas Stars, Tyler Sagan, the highest paid player on the Dallas Stars. You guys are going in on them stars. He, oh, man, this one frustrates me more than anything because we're paying this guy $9,850,000 a year. I mean, that's an <sighs> eight-year contract that ends in 2027. <laughs> and you, uh, I mean, he was 
T- listen to this now. Tied for seventh on the team in scoring in the postseason. Two goals, 11 assists. Two goals in 26 postseason games on your highest paid player, who's supposed to be an offensive threat, by the way. Um, who is also your highest paid player performing poorly is sad in any situation. Now, it's said that, you know, he was dealing with an injury and some sort of, I don't know. And there's I hate that. that. Can I say real quick? Yeah, I hate that. If you're dealing with an injury, then tell us up front. Don't try to use that as a back end yeah, excuse on whether or not there was if there if, if you didn't tell us up front and there was an injury, you don't get to bring it up after the fact. Right, right. That's well, my I, I hear we're about to find out in the next coming weeks whether or not Sagan needs surgery. And some more on that later. But <laughs> um is Sagan worth his paycheck is my question. You know, he did lead the team in points in the regular season with only eleven goals and thirty two assists. Um but postseason play is crucial and you know like i said earlier stars have made it clear that they will try to move one big salary this offseason um of course trade protection is an issue in some of these contracts but sure. sagan doesn't have that will they offload that gigantic sagan salary or will they not i don't know is sagan worth the money first things first my first question <clears throat> to both of you is sagan worth the money so that is a because, like you said, he he did very very well in the regular season. Yeah, and there is no playoffs if you don't have a good regular season. So the question well, is, this year would well, beg to differ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. I still think eleven right. goals sorry, in the regular sorry. season for your your top scorer yeah, who's supposed to be is not good enough. No, yeah. yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I think there's a lot of players playing below their contract out there. Tyler Seguin is, I mean, he is still an elite player unless, you know, this is the downfall of him, unless we start seeing a downward trend. Um, I think, you know, what did you say he's making? Uh, right about nine, nine right now? point, almost, eight, almost 10. 10. Yeah. Uh, there's, there, there's, I think the answer is no, but not like a hard no, not like a, not like a Matt Duchesne, a hell no, right, right. But more of like a, you know, Okay, he's got to do a little bit better. What's Duchesne making again? Eight. eight. He's making eight. Yeah, yeah. I, oh. I, that number, while is only one point eight million dollars more than eight. Nine point eight million makes it that number right there to me makes it. He is absolutely not worth his contract, in my opinion. And me saying that. This is not just a, oh, dude just had a bad playoffs. We're talking about two years ago, the owner had to call him out and call Jamie Ben out because of how poorly their dude was paying nine. Hey, look, I'm not a big fan of owners butting in and stuff, but when you're dropping 9.8 mil yeah. and you're having yeah. to say, what up, bro, it's you know, like, to the media. Yeah. So, so if we're talking, if we're saying 8.8 mil, I'm like, yeah, it's maybe a little high for how he's playing, but dude, 9.8 mil, when you start getting up into that, you're nearly making eight digits, dude. He, he had Sagan had three less points in the regular season than Matt Duchesne. Yeah. Matthew Shane had 13 goals, 29 assists, and, assists. And Duchesne was playing on a new team. Yes, yeah. he was. Second's so been in Dallas a, for four years. So, I mean. Yeah. With arguably bigger superstar yeah. and a bigger core oh, yeah. around him. He won a cup for Boston, in Boston, you know. So, yeah. I mean, this is a guy that, gosh, you would think that he'd be okay and, and build and become a better player as he grows. But yeah. it has not quite been that. Sadly. Yeah. So, so I would say no. Yeah. So and, I, and, I, and I'm all, and I, I agree. Uh, he's not. Um, so I guess I'll go to mine. I guess not doing a stars one. I actually got two. Mark Andre Fleury, man. 
how do you in the middle of a playoff run where your team <laughs> has a really good chance of winning it all allow such ridiculous Whoa. bullshit to come out and screw up the locker room dude like come you're on a cup run here wait yeah. till the day after the playoffs are done for your team arguably at that point in time when that tweet came out we can all sit here and discuss but cup favorite i would say at that point in time i think so. right yeah. i mean yeah Vegas, tampa was playing lights out but vegas looked like the most complete team mm, they really yeah. point. then they go and and mark andre flurry because and i don't care what anyone says he knew about it you know no, there is there isn't a world where that happens without him having some form of knowledge well and there, yeah. there was multiple articles and things that came out that said this particular agent he ain't that guy that just he ain't, no. he ain't Drew Rosenhaus. You know what I'm saying? Where he's just just throwing things out there to get the pot stirred. Like this is one of those things that he got confirmation yeah. to do yeah. this. You know. Yeah. And then it. my second biggest loser, uh, and this one hurts the Preds. Man, the Preds have gotten worse and worse since uh, the 2017 run. The window's closed. I truly believe the window yeah. has shut now. It is time. You know, we'll see what happens this next season. We'll see if mag something magical can happen. I don't see it. Ha I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Can I make my argument without making it seem like I think that the Preds are Stanley Cup contenders? Yeah. Please. <laughs> that 17 team was on paper world's worse than the last two teams that we had yeah no that's, and that's why really that's were. why i'm saying yeah. we'll see you, if something you know what i'm saying happen. and that's the great thing about hockey is we talked about it earlier but losing granlin's contract and losing craig smith's contract or or not re-signing them i should say that that cap space can be anything can. when it comes yeah. to hockey and so i while i while i agree with you it is frustrating as a preds fan and it's and it's hard to watch and it's hard to see and it's easy to sit here and say that Poyle made a couple of moves that maybe we don't like now the fiala yeah. to for granted and you know and that hurts now but can we really sit here and say that at the time of the trade you would rather have Fiala over no, Granlin. No, listen, and I, and I still say no. now because the, the I've said it multiple times. I don't think Fiala would have played like he is in uh, Minnesota, like he in here. I don't. I think it. I think yeah. on he it played was, with the it chip was a trade on his you shoulder. make. It was a trade you make. He 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 played with the chip on his shoulder because yeah. he was mad. Yeah, that's that's always been what it seemed like with Fiala is. If he, so what he's a great hockey yeah. player. What happens in a year or two years when Fiala's no longer mad? He's now happy where he is. He's not. He doesn't care about the Preds anymore. That's so well, guys. I'm going to be bold and say Fiala's going to be the next event. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This guy. Where he's bold as hell. <laughs> uh, so yeah. No. Listen. I think that I, I. I'm not mad about that trade. But the fact is, and like you said, on paper, the 17 Preds were worlds worse on paper than. And I get that, and I agree. But there was something as a Preds fan that we saw. There was a spark in that team. Then the, the year afterwards, when they won the Presidents Cup, there was a spark. You don't care that spark is no longer there. Mike Fisher, 
Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's the Preds guy. Bring, you need a spring back, back Mike, Mike Fisher. Fi- bring back Mike Fisher. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, so I just uh, that spark's not there. You know, I have no problem when if the Preds lose and they play well. You know, principled, but they're they're not a principled team anymore. But Their again, passing is horrible. And again, and again, and again, I don't want to make it seem like I'm like arguing for the fact that the Preds are going to go all the way. But we slid into the playoffs as the eighth seed and barely made it. The 16th yeah. overall seed in 17. So, like, that's the great part about hockey is maybe it's just you're trying too much from David Poyle. And I think the biggest problem with all with the Preds not, with the Preds came with expectation. They did well in 17. So now the fan base understands what it like to win and yeah. then they expect you to do so oh, that's, yeah that's why they had to get rid of la violette you yeah know? i mean that's why they had to i mean that was to appease a, a base yeah. and, like, let's, and let's be honest the fa- the main fan base for predators they're the same fan base for the sec and they have a mindset that one loss is is will break a season yeah. this and, sec country baby so <laughs> literally the preds will lose one game out of 82 and everything's like and, and to them the the ceiling's falling they're turning mm-hmm. into the yankees <laughs> so <laughs> yeah uh listen give us oh, if you okay. if the preds want to be the same as the yankees i'll take hey, that 24 championships you got to win got to make it to the cup every year guys yeah <laughs> so yeah, no but so to me the preds uh, show showed this year that you know we'll we'll see what happens this year. But if it, I think we're on our way to a rebuild. And you know yeah. what? I said halfway through this regular season that the Preds were getting close to rebuild, and people called me crazy. People said it's a stupid thing to say. The Preds will have a lot of names. I'm like, yeah. yeah. You know what? As, as far as I'm concerned, there are several players on the Preds that you don't get rid of: Philip Forsberg, Victor Arvidsson. And maybe UC Soros. That's and the rest, honestly. Well, get, that's them. my get, that's my biggest problem, though, is that is that any other season like this is just you know you lost to a Coyotes team that played mm-hmm. better hockey than mm-hmm. you. You know, but even you during the regular season, to, we didn't look good during the regular no, season. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. But see, I think that's part of the problem is that we the fans are putting so much pressure on to make a move and do something that we're making all these moves. And what you lose in that is the cohesiveness of a team of a team that plays hockey together of a line that sticks together and plays hockey together. There's a reason that our best line, and not only because it's the better players, but there's a reason that the Jofa line, Johansson Forsberg and Arvidsson play so well together because they got to play together for three years hockey is a feel you know mm. i mean it's a i mean it goes like to quarterbacks and receivers that quarterback and receiver that can put on blindfolds and run routes and throw each other passes that's i mean that's something that happens in the nfl these guys are so good and they know their stuff so much and they work so well together that they're able to just do it in any circumstance. And I think we lost a lot of that. We got nine seconds till the Preds pick is in, by the way. Nine seconds. Ooh, yeah. this is good timing. Three seconds. So, yeah, great timing. Uh, but, so. uh, but good choice. I mean, obviously, that was not a bad. I just kind of wanted to play yeah. devil's advocate on it. And, yeah. and I mean. So, let's see who the Preds are taking. With the 11th pick in the 2020 NHL draft, Nashville Preds are proud to select from St. Petersburg, Yaroslav Askarov. Uh, the goalie. Wow. 
Yeah, so, and see, okay. I, I do want to say okay. real quick. You don't said like that. you said I don't know if we have permission. Look, dude, if we get hit with like a cease and desist by NBC, Press. though, we're putting that in a, in a we're are, framing baby. that. We're putting it. Hey. Instagram and that <laughs> yeah. shit, man. That see, that's dope because that means we're big enough that somebody reported us to NBC. Yeah. All press and... is good press, my friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. It's like, oh, bro. Oh, yeah. We're are you? Hey, are you guys that podcast that Gary Bettman tried to personally <laughs> yeah, shut down? It. Yeah. And then we start <laughs> making like Gary Bettman clown shirts. <laughs> oh, I just do not. Um, I just do not know. I don't. I don't about like that, that goalie all. pick. I, uh, real quick, real quick. I, I don't know if I like that goalie pick either. I think I, I, this is a little off topic from the draft, but it. it I think the Predators, what they're going to do here this off season is, and it's a short off season, but I think what they're going to do is they're going to offload maybe one contract slash maybe trade slash acquisition type scenario here and then they're going to promote from within i think is what i'm hearing a lot of so yeah that's what it sounds like so yeah I, and bob and i actually talked about that on the episode earlier today i am not i'm not sold with our youth yeah they are as, <laughs> they, uh, so, they are somehow i mean they really are locked I, in on and them. and look again i'm not a you know i don't I'm not a hockey scout. I don't work with the players. I don't know anything. From what I've seen, it's just hard for me to be sold on that youth as anything more than yeah. major role players to our to our team. So I I just find it hard I, hard to swallow taking a goalie right there uh, at pick eleven. So. We'll get, we can, uh, we can probably, since we're not going to have any real fantasy in a couple weeks, we can, let's, we can do a draft breakdown and, and what it means for fantasy hockey next episode. Does that sound? I, I did yeah. want to read real quick a, a tweet that I, that I pinned from um, somebody, uh, actually the heat daddy said this. Okay. Uh, what he up said, heat daddy? This is pretty great. I am hearing Matt Duchesne's guitar is likely headed to arbitration. Matt's agent told me Matt wants his guitar to be paid separately. Uh, he said, Matt, it's a guitar. It's your money. But Matt said, it's not just a guitar. It has feelings, too. More coming soon. Hey, it's Nashville, Tennessee, baby. <laughs> Thank you, the Heat Daddy. Okay. Score update, Bob? Yeah. We score ready? update. So we've got in first place, uh, eight, 82 and O's, Old Davey, with 523 points. Uh, in second place, we've got myself at 504 points. And in third place, we got the Hoosier defenseman, old Bondo, boom, uh, with 378 boom, 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 points. But. What bonuses you got? But we have some surprise bonuses that have been thrown in. Mm. And it's not technically part. Like, it still technically has me third here. But we'll know. <laughs> so we decided pretty early on that I was going to get a 100-point bonus for the dopest name. Elvis Merslickens. Okay. He played one game for me. He dominated. I don't know why he didn't get to play more. We're not going to discuss that. So, Davey 523, Bobby 504, Brandon 478. He's getting close. Wow. But we didn't even talk about the Con Smythe bonus that your boy got. Also, another 100 points, oh. putting me at 578. Davey at 523, Bob at 504. Your boy is the champion. <laughs> Your boy is the champion. So, wow. All right. I heard it here, I guess. Is I it asterisks? Are you guys going to asterisk my cup here? <laughs> <laughs> well, the good Look, thing. I, I have had a lot of time to think about the bonuses that I wanted. So, 
These are it. I mean, 200 points. That's a great job, Brandon. You really killed it out there, <laughs> dude. I'm really proud. No, but ser- but in all seriousness, you guys straight killed it. We gave Bobby such a hard time. <laughs> we did. And we even called a couple of his picks garbage men. And he yeah. his garbage man outscored <laughs> quite a few of my non-garbage yeah. men. And what was I so, thought yeah. I picked... Uh, pasta knock or something like that or something i thought i, I like, picked uh, one of the, the you Bruins had to get player. a late pick i had the last pick because of that or something like and i got got goudreau on that who actually did okay but yeah. <laughs> real i've actually got my own bonus real, real quick. quick we uh, can real yeah. 100 extra points to the person with the player who had the most fantasy points oh wait it's me right in point 92 points we're actually doing <laughs> points per round and i oh, think oh, that round okay. 100 <laughs> bonus points to me for my boy connor mcdavid getting 28 in a five game series yeah yeah. Uh, but no, but in all seriousness, looking at this as just an external without having just beat you guys, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a situation like this, Bobby going top heavy on forwards and me stupidly basically giving him Brady in point convincing you guys (laughs) convincing you guys to us to bring in our extra extra fellas and allowing Bobby to get like a hundred thousand points from Braden point a situation like this I will definitely based off of your two drafts draft differently yeah especially Mm -hmm. in this weird situation where there's an extra round we thought that going for guys in the round robin was a disadvantage because they're going to have the less the less games in the original round. Right. It turns out that that was the crux that really helped yeah. and pushed Davey through. For sure. It was, was that who knew going with the better team <laughs> would meant going further in the playoffs. Well, it wasn't it wasn't say? even that. It wasn't even that. It was those guys were guaranteed at least four games. Yeah or three games, and then they were guaranteed a seven-game series afterward. Right. Whereas a couple of the early picks that I took and even Bobby took were only guaranteed five games if it went five games. And so there was a couple of guys that I had. Adam Fox, I made fun of you for picking the wrong Rangers (laughs) defenseman. And I said, I'm going to pick this better Rangers defenseman. And he scored me zero points because he played played Three days because, yeah, exactly. I mean, we can argue to at this point in the in the NHL, you would rather have Adam Fox on your team than Ryan McDonough. I actually but, had, I had D'Angelo, yeah. Well, you had D'Angelo from New York, McDonough's on um, oh, Tampa. So, so outside, uh, um, outside of Tampa players, uh, because we've just talked about it. Who were your who were your guys' best players, and who was your guys' worst player for this uh, fantasy le- for this uh, playoff fantasy league? Well, my best player was Rantman, and then uh, my next top, my next two players were McDavid and Landeskog. Landeskog Landeskog went pretty far; had twenty eight points. Connor McDavid had twenty eight points in four games, guys. <laughs> four so games, and that was the that was my number one pick. I think I took him third overall. Yeah. Yep, and and I and, it, and at least he at least that was like the only right thing I said in that entire draft was that even if the dude goes out in the first round, he's you know, I, I will yeah. feel bad if I didn't draft him there. Twenty eight points for me. He had 
five goals, four assists, three power play goals, Man. and a game winner in four games, fellas. It's that incredible. is uh, amazing. So those are my top three. Oh, I'm sorry. I've lied to you guys. My top player was the Con Smythe winner, Victor Hedman. Yeah. Uh, so, so outside Tampa, Davey, uh, your your top three players and your worst player. Who was your worst player? You said Adam Fox was your worst player. Uh, my worst player was Adam uh, was Adam Fox. I would argue though that my worst player was Brandon Wheeler. No, no, I've lied. I've lied. <laughs> I would argue though that my worst player was uh, Malkin because he was my second or no my third pick and he got me two points, one assist. So <laughs> it's you know the. Worst player is a big argument over here on the, <laughs> on the, on the Hoosier defenseman. So well, oh, oh, Jordan Bennington got me yeah. zero. Yeah, so. so outside of Tampa, your top three and your worst. So that's tough outside of Tampa. But uh, no, <laughs> no, my uh, my my best player outside of Tampa was Nathan McKinnon. Sixty two points. Um, that doesn't that shouldn't surprise, I guess, anybody um, other than Miro Haskinen had 60 points. So he was right there. Um he was he was right there as a defenseman. He went further, of course. Um, my worst players is a five way tie <laughs> for because they all got zero points. So um, <laughs> that many zeros and still one. Dude. I know, isn't that crazy? Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, Mark Shifley, Patrick Laine, Chris Letang, Tyson Berry. So I I would say arguably before Bobby goes in. Goalies were my mega downfall. I, I think had seventeen were, goalie. Yeah, points. I think goalies were a lot. A lot of us. I mean, All you had Vassy, but like, so my biggest issues were uh, injuries. So I'm not going to count injury zeros. And like, for example, uh, Shesterkin. I'm not. He didn't even play yeah, one game. So you got me zero points. Would happen for me yeah. for Shifley. So, yeah. So uh, you could literally double my second most. Uh, Got to the second guy with the most points, and it wouldn't even equal Braden points at 92. <laughs> uh, but Mark Stone with 44 points. Uh, and then I guess uh, after him, Brad Marchand with 36. And then I'm sorry, Kale uh, uh, McCart, 40. That was my, mm. I mean, uh, but as far as my worst guy, uh, and I'm not going to count injured goalies, uh, I'm not going to count Tuka Rest, not going to count Shesterkin, maybe Mrazek at four, but I didn't have a single Ford or D man with zero points. Um, wow. I guess my lowest forward or D man would be uh, Morgan Riley with three. I was really banking on Vegas going. If Vegas had yeah. gone, I think I would have taken one. it. Yeah. It really shows you that you know you can really rely on one or two guys to who go deep to to make this thing uh, you know to win it for you really. Yeah, and that's crazy, man. I can't believe you didn't have any zeros. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, but it was really fun. It was especially fun the first round for me. It was me a good learning opportunity, was, too. Well, sure. Yeah. Like I said, like I definitely, if we do this again next year, which I'm assuming we will, that's there's a lot that you can learn from just doing yeah, it once. Definitely. I mean, it, it, it would have been better to go with the bigger guy, the bigger teams and lower guys on those teams. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I'll I'll, uh, I'll give my uh, my winning speech real quick. Uh, I know because you guys asked me for it. So and uh, here's the outro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You're, you I, edit this, Bobby. We I, don't have to. I had a really fun time playing, guys. I'm Dude, glad it was that, so yeah, much fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We'll be back in two weeks. And, uh, you know, where the plan is once we get once we get to the regular season, uh, which actually Gary Bettman said today, he's they're playing for a January 1st uh, yeah. start to the regular season. Don't know if that means they're going to start with the winter classic or no winter classic. Um, 
we'll try to go weekly. And hopefully by then we'll have a real name. But I think we're uh, thinking about the Fantasy Goons as a yeah, name. I like that. Uh, I like that a whole lot. I think that we should maybe do like a listener league. Yeah, I was actually yeah. I was thinking that. And then also a league like the three of us manage one team against other podcasts, other okay. hockey podcasts. Ooh, Not a like bad it. idea. I like it. Uh, we will see you all next week or in two weeks. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.